This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Friday, April 2nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Third driest year. Prop 65 blocked. Biden sells infrastructure plan and climate already cutting ag output. Parts of California see third driest year on record. Officials for the Department of Water Resources confirmed through a manual snow survey yesterday that California is facing a critically dry year. At the peak of the snow season, the statewide snowpack just 59% of the average. On a positive note, the few storms that came through during this water year were colder, bringing more snow than rain. This has put the snowpack at 70% of average for the northern and central Sierra, though rainfall dropped by more than half. After a below-average year in 2020, the state's major reservoirs stand at just 50% of overall capacity. Court blocks Prop 65 label on food byproduct. A federal circuit court ruled this week that California cannot force businesses to put a Prop 65 cancer warning on food products for acrylamide. Cal Chambers successfully argued this would violate free speech rights under the First Amendment. The court found the warning misleads consumers by elevating one side of a debate that has remained unsettled by science. The decision follows an earlier ruling from the same court that blocked California from labeling the herbicide glyphosate with a Prop 65 warning. Biden admits Vilsack from infrastructure sales team. The Biden administration is starting to build support for its two and a quarter trillion dollar infrastructure package during the congressional break. White House officials held an off-the-record briefing for ag and rural groups on the American Jobs Plan yesterday. President Joe Biden asked five cabinet officials with selling the proposal to lawmakers and the public. Notably missing from the group, given the White House emphasis on the plan's benefits to rural areas, it's Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack. The five cabinet members that Biden did pick, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, Energy Secretary Jennifer Grandholm, Housing and Urban Development Secretary Marsha Fudge, Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo, and Labor Secretary Marty Walsh. House White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki called the five the Jobs Cabinet. Their job, working with my team here in the White House, these cabinet members will represent me in dealing with Congress, engage the public in selling the plan, and help to work out the details as we refine it and move forward, President Biden said. By the way, President Biden ordered all of his cabinet secretaries to report back on how their department's spending lines up with his Buy American standards. Pelosi eyes May for Bill. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says that much of the House version of the infrastructure plan will be written early next month. Pelosi also says she is sympathetic to some House Democrats who are demanding that the bill eliminate or raise the cap on state and local tax deductions. That's a big issue for high-tax areas of the East and West Coast. There is no sign that Republicans are willing to negotiate with Democrats on the legislation, given that the president is proposing to pay for it with corporate tax revenues. Republicans argue the tax increases will drive jobs overseas, although the proposal is designed to try to prevent that from happening. A Senate evenly split between both parties and a bare Democratic House majority are hardly a mandate to go it alone, tweeted 
Utah Republican Senator Mitt Romney. The president should live up to the bipartisanship he preached in his inaugural address. Carbon labeling standard in the works. One of the challenges facing farmers when it comes to addressing climate change is the lack of uniform labeling standards for products. Now the Global Standards Organization, ASTM International, is developing a standard for a carbon intensity score that farmers and ranchers can use. The standard could, in turn, be used for labeling any number of products, including aviation fuels, cereal, meat, dairy products, and clothing. ASTM board member Rena Singh says it appears to be the only effort to develop carbon intensity standard that would provide the basis for a valid seal and certification process. Study. Climate change has already cut ag output. Global farming productivity is 21% lower than it could have been without climate change. That's according to a study published in Nature Climate Change. We find that climate change has basically wiped out about seven years of improvements in agricultural productivity over the past 60 years, said Ariel Ortiz Bobea, an agriculture economist at Cornell University. It is equivalent to pressing the pause button on productivity growth back to 2013 and experiencing no improvement since then. The global results, quote, conceal sizable regional and cross-country disparities, the study says. The cumulative impact of man-made climate change since 1961 is greater for warm regions like Africa, the Near East, and North Africa, Latin America, and and the Caribbean, than for cooler regions such as North America and Europe and Central Asia. The findings raise the question of whether current levels of investment in agriculture research are sufficient to sustain 20th century rates of productivity growth in the 21st century, the study says. Finally, here's today's She Said It. What a relief to see Gavin Newsom finally get vaccinated. That first partner, Jennifer Siebel Newsom. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Friday, April 2nd. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.